This is Radio Health Journal. I'm Nancy Benson. This week, at-home fitness. Being stuck at home doesn't have to mean weight gain and fitness loss. The good news is is it's not a hopeless situation. I think that it's important for people, first and foremost, to be flexible with the expectations. Home fitness routines for the whole family when Radio Health Journal returns. I'm Reed Pence, the producer and host of Radio Health Journal. If you like listening to Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show, Viewpoints, which covers a wide array of topics, from education to history to the environment. Here's a preview of what they're covering this week on Viewpoints. Flying a drone over public space like a beach or a public square and using the drone's loudspeaker to tell people to go home. The many uses of drones, from private flight to protecting public health. Then They revealed to me that my father had not been my biological father, which is something that I had never remotely thought, known, entertained. The hidden secrets uncovered through at-home DNA testing kits. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in-depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. Listen to Radio Health Journal and Viewpoints on your favorite radio station. And subscribe and listen anytime on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Radio Health Journal. During the COVID-19 pandemic, millions of people are stuck at home with no access to gyms or health clubs. A lot of us are starting to complain of weight gain. But with ingenuity, discipline, and perhaps most importantly, motivation, you and your whole family can burn calories, stretch muscles, and get your heart pumping at home. The good news is is it's not a hopeless situation. I think that it's important for people, first and foremost, to kind of be flexible with the expectations and know that we're all in this together and we're all kind of trying to navigate this and figure this out. And there are ways to be successful by working out at home. That's Sabrina Westcott, a nutrition health coach and director of marketing at Max Pro Fitness, a home-based training equipment company. Westcott says business is booming for her firm, but production is slow and delivery is several weeks out due to the pandemic. Even basic equipment is hard to find online. Amazon has been completely sold out of free weights and says it won't be able to fill orders until May at least. But Westcott says you can still get a good workout at home without fitness equipment. There's body weight training, which is where you're just utilizing your body weight. So push-ups, that is something that if you can't do the full push-up with your knees lifted, then you lower your knees and you do a push-up that way. There's planks and squats and lunges. But how do you stay motivated to do all that without a class to attend? Luckily, in the age of Google, there's great resources online. But if you're talking motivationally, I think it's still important to have that connection, that social connection. So whether it be with your spouse or your friend or something to have that accountability, I think that's still important. And you can still do that on the phone or kind of like we did through Zoom. And some gyms are even still offering, or personal trainers are still offering that video conferencing or conversations. There's also some really good apps too that you can Google that will kind of help you out with that type of things. 
or with those types of things. But I think the key thing is the accountability that a lot of people that do the personal training do it because they want that accountability. And so getting someone to be able to still have that accountability with is really important. To get her entire family motivated, Westcott sets up a Zoom video conference with four other families. Together, they created a circuit training class. And we alternated each family for three days straight, picked four different circuits. This was with zero equipment. And we created these circuits and we did them all together because we rotated every 30 seconds. And then we moved on to the next circuit. And that was so fun for my kids. That was fun for me because we were changing, but yet we still had that social engagement with my family through Zoom that I think so many people are still looking for. And it was fun. We were moving. We were energized. We were throwing in jumping jacks and partner, you know, we were just fun stuff. Like we were just grabbing each other's hips and kind of helping each other jump up and down in the air. And so it was just Finding ways to still have fun and burn calories and build muscle was what we were doing. But physical fitness isn't just about moving your body. Westcott says meditation is an important component of fitness training, especially during these stressful times. Meditation is so important. And I think there's people who think meditation is kind of hokey and doesn't really do anything. And then there's people who are true believers of the power of meditation. And Meditation can help control stress, it can help with anxiety, and it has been shown to improve your cardiovascular health. So meditation does not have to be this huge ordeal where you light candles and you have music going and like, you know how people kind of have that image of meditation and kind of how it works. But meditation can just simply be breathing deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. One of the things, I teach a summer camp for teen girls, and we do this practice called Find Your Feet, and it's in the midst of like a chaotic moment or a moment of stress to stop and feel your feet on the ground. Take your energy, put it down into your feet, and notice where you are in your space. So it's basically like an actual physical way to take a pause. That's Erin Sampson, a yoga instructor at the YouTube channel Five Parks Yoga. She recently created an online class for yoga with kids. A lot of people that are having success with practicing at home is setting a time. And a space, obviously, is really important. So I know that's hard for a lot of people to come up with that space. But to get distractions out of the way, putting your phone on, do not disturb, turning off TVs and maybe creating a nice calming environment, especially for kids. And then maybe if you're going to be consistent about doing it, doing it at a regular time. So... I think for kids, oftentimes, either good, like, in the morning to get your day started, or this is true for adults, too, in the evening before bed, or if you need to take a break during the school day or the work day, and maybe after lunch and being like, all right, I'm going to do a 20-minute yoga practice, and I'm going to set the time aside right now to do that, and again, avoiding lots of external distractions is really helpful. One thing to remember about working out at home is to use caution. Without a coach nearby to watch your alignment, the risk of injury is greater. So be attentive to your body. It may sound trite, but really listening to your body is kind of one of the only things, you know, as an instructor online that I can tell the student who's on the other side of the screen is if you're feeling, you know, any discomfort or pain to back off 
I try in some of my classes, and a lot of online instructors will do this as well, is to give options or modifications. So if I cue a plank pose, for example, and plank is really uncomfortable for whatever reason, your wrists hurt or you don't have the strength to do it in your core, it's hard on your back, it's like, okay, well, put your knees on the floor. So I think it's really important to practice modifications. And again, if you do have injuries in your body or if something hurts, don't do it. <laughs> Many of us stuck at home are also finding we have a tendency to snack when we feel bored or stressed out. Westcott has a suggestion for that, too. Wait. 15 minutes, have a glass of water, and then wait for 15 minutes. And then if you still want it, then eat it. But a lot of people get into this mindset of they're just bored and they're just going to reach and do what's easy. So if you wait and you drink that water, that usually will kind of solve that and help that endless snacking that's going on too. So stay safe at home and motivate one another to stay fit. Your entire family can exercise to burn off calories and anxiety together. You can learn more about home fitness routines and all our guests by visiting our website at RadioHealthJournal.org. Our writer-producer this week is Polly Hansen. Our studio producer is Jason Dickey. I'm Nancy Benson. Radio Health Journal returns in just a moment. Americans are taking sheltering in place seriously. During the week ending March 15th, when social distancing first started to take hold, produce sales were up 40% and potato sales were up more than 72%. Columnist produced by Pamela says that's because people are filling pantries for the long haul. Frank Muir is president and CEO of the Idaho Potato Commission. Potatoes have a long shelf life, but as with any produce, it's dependent upon how they're stored. Potatoes should be stored in a cool, dark, dry place, but not in the refrigerator. The cold converts the starch to sugar, which creates a sweet flavor. Also, don't wash your potatoes before storing them, and don't store them near onions. Finally, if your potatoes sprout, that's okay. Just pick the sprouts off and your potatoes will be ready whenever you need them. Staying in also means you'll need to cook with ingredients you already have on hand. You'll find recipes with that in mind at IdahoPotato.com. That's IdahoPotato.com. And that's Radio Health Journal for this week. Radio Health Journal is a production of MediaTracks Communications. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to learn more. And check Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify for a library of past programs. Plus, you'll always find previous segments and information about our guests at RadioHealthJournal.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Radio Health Journal. Coming up next week on Radio Health Journal. We're getting on top of the situation. All of us doctors are asking people to just hang in there and watch ourselves succeed. Getting impatient with social distancing. Then creating guidelines over which patients get ventilators and which ones don't. The goal of this framework was to allow doctors to continue on in that role of a faithful advocate for their patients and have a separate group that is making these really tragic choices. All that and more on Radio Health Journal.